0: Hey what's up everybody ears up in depth back with another round of Disney news hot breaking Disney news at least within like 24 hours ago which I love like these Disney blog sites uh, and they go breaking and it's just like a you know rewrite of a story that the Disney Parks blog already wrote <laughs> it's like nothing's breaking this is an opinion piece you wrote it's not like
2: know,
0: <laughs> man it's weird breaking third shift starting now at Disneyland.
2: Right, well, someone needs to tell these people what it actually is to break a story. Right. You're right. It isn't to repeat it. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? Like, if you break a story, you, you're you the one who originated it. You didn't see it somewhere else. <laughs> That's right. So. Uh, you know. It's absolutely correct. Hashtag journalism. <laughs> That's right. I've never claimed to break a story here. I don't think. Um, we, I think we have, or at least
0: we've said it breaking news, reporting I on the thing. I, I've broken a couple of news stories in my time here, but that's about it.
2: I mean, I've definitely reported on something that I've observed, observed uniquely in the parks and then yeah. come here and been like, oh, guess what's going on? I saw this. But oh, sure. Um, that's, I don't know. That's breaking a story. I think it's just telling you things I saw. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of, oh, sure. I got your new O shirt on a more charismatic dashing model. I couldn't have wished for <laughs> in case you fantastic guys in, it. in case you don't know, uh,
0: Jeremy put his took his classic Spectral Radio logo and replaced Spectro Radio with the words. Oh, sure. <laughs> 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 and it looks great. It came out perfectly and I'm happy to buy one. They're on your T public site, even though I hate
2: T public, I know um, you, you know, whatever. Well, thank you, and thank you You're not welcome. only for buying one, but thank you for the idea, because it was yours.
0: Oh, thanks. Well, that's going to triple your sales now, because you said it was my idea.
2: I should have put, oh, sure, by Jason Petros. Should have. <laughs> that was been really great.
0: Uh, anyway, Jeremy, um, who wants to go first? <laughs> I feel like that's the tagline of, our, of this show. Is it really is. In-depth. Who wants to go first? Who wants to go first? Why don't I go first? Why don't I talk about something? Let's go talk about, ahead. Let's talk about you've the, got big news. Let's talk about the Disney Wish.
2: Oh, okay. Let's go with the Disney Wish.
0: The Disney Wish Maiden Voyage. We were just talking before the show. Apparently, Disney Twitter is uh a flood with reports from the Disney Wish because all the influencers and media people are on board right now on the maiden voyage. And uh I guess it's going
2: well. I don't you know, I don't know. But none of them have anything negative to say because they need there to get invited back. Like they're not going to go on there and be like, this isn't so good. Yeah. Like, wow, I
0: couldn't imagine not imagine doing this. That would be insane. Right. But apparently the only piece of news that I have seen, there's a first of all, I maybe I knew that this thing existed. Maybe I didn't before, but there's a hyperspace lounge. On the Disney wish. It's Star Wars themed lounge hyperspace is a big Star Wars thing or whatever. And well, sure.
2: Why would Disney do anything without crowbarring more Star Wars? <laughs> yeah, right. I can't get a break from that for five seconds. Exactly. And I feel like I don't know, man. I mean,
0: I, I guess it sort of lends itself on a cruise ship. You know, the whole Star Wars theme or Star Wars universe, because there's a lot of you know traveling. Maybe that's the thing like we wouldn't have like a jungle book themed lounge, you know what I mean? And there's a bar, the cantina in star Wars. So maybe that's why, but I don't know. I'm surprised there's not an Encanto lounge where every 10 minutes, the floor crumbles or something like that. Yeah. Well, but apparently this is from attractions magazine. They were first to report the news of this brand new drink that's available on the hyperspace lounge on the Disney wish. It is a $5,000 drink. It costs five thousand it costs more than your trip. Yeah. For this drink. That's not. It's the kyber crystal drink. And there's a video of, of how it works. And basically it's this little cylinder. And you like twist this, you know, knob on the top. It's a you know, it's little. It's it's pretty big. It looks about a foot and a half tall. And like these three petals. Sort of drop out, and all this, you know, smoke comes out. And it's the drink is these little shots. They look like shot glasses. There's three little shot glasses in the thing, and that's it. Nobody really knows what's in the drink. The novelty Kyber Crystal is one of several options for cruisers to purchase on the ship with other cocktails and drinks coming in at a much, much lower price point. I don't
2: uh, get this. I don't get it either. Um, is this it is- just to attract? In, like Instagram posts, is this literally just like we've got, is it for free marketing? Like no one's ever actually going to buy this. And if we do, that's $5,000 from our marketing budget. Like, I don't, I don't get it.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, interesting. Um, this is from Entertainment Weekly. They reveal Tuesday, a first look photo of the completed hyperspace lounge, which is billed as a quote space jumping tour of the galaxy within an immersive section featuring high-end bar-styled as an intergalactic yacht with metallic detailing in the vein of Dryden Voss's ship in Solo, A Star Wars Story. Oh, you mean the movie that bombed and nobody liked at all? We're going to just put that in there? Awesome, Disney. Way to go. Uh, Though it's a family attraction during the day, it's an adults-only place at night. Interesting. Yeah. Throughout their stay, guests will witness the ship exploring the galaxy, including the Republic, Empire, and First Order with hyperspace gems flashing on screens behind the cast members. I mean, you know, sounds cool look. It sounds neat. You know, I'm not going to lie about it. Anyway, that's it. That's There's like no other information about this drink except that it costs
2: $5,000. Well, I've seen a lot of people ordering it, but I don't hear anyone saying like, it's bourbon based. It's this. It tastes good. It tastes sweet. You know, I have no idea. Is it like a whiskey sour? Is right. it? No one's telling us anything. Is it Pappy Van Winkle in there? It certainly should be, but even that would be overpriced at five thousand dollars for a shot. I don't know what's. Oh,
0: going absolutely, on. yeah. Van, Pappy Van Winkle. You mean you can you can get? I got at a bar for seventy bucks one time because it wasn't my dime; it was uh, Sierra Nevada's dime.
2: <laughs> so, well, yeah, and there's also different levels of that too. You know, there's. Oh, absolutely, yeah. But here's the thing: what I automatically think of is, if I go to a bar, I typically tip twenty percent. Okay. So this means I actually have to leave a thousand dollar tip for this drink. (laughs) Uh,
0: Yeah, I mean, it sounds like it. I mean, I'm trying to find I'm trying to find waiters
2: and waitresses have to be high fiving if somebody orders that thing.
0: Oh, absolutely, dude. I'm trying to find this uh, tweet so I can see if they follow up with what else what is in it. But um...
2: no one I've looked no one seems to be giving us the details. But people have ordered it, or at least people have had it. I don't know if Disney's giving it to these influencers on this trip and saying, "It's here's our $5,000 drink, try it and review it. Yeah. I just uh, I can think of so many other things I would rather do with $5,000.
0: <laughs> Not drink it. I know. It, the, the level of like opulence it, 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 it takes, it's, it's mind-blowing, dude. It's mind-blowing. But anyway, there you go. That's what's happening on the Disney Wish. Just when you think that things at Disney couldn't get any more higher priced than this. $5,000 for a drink. And, I mean, do you get the little vessel that it's in? I mean, that's even not worth it. You can buy high-end, you know, movie replica things or things that are... You know, a little more useful than than this. I mean, you know, I buy a lot of tiki mugs, but you can use them. Imagine serving this, at, you know, bringing this to like your friends. At, you know, oh, I'm going to make you guys a drink, and you load it up in this thing. This is maybe worth two hundred dollars.
2: Uh, five definitely rand. worth that because you well can right. buy that vessel with the things that pop down on the sides on Shop Disney for forty five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Which I actually think is really undervalued. Like their their pricing structure is so it's so cattywampus. Yeah, I agree.
0: Anyway, that's what's happening on the Disney Wish for influencers only. Influencers and media only.
2: Is it so there's no regular guests on this? That's I mean, who would want to? They wouldn't want to subject the average person to all these weirdos.
0: Yeah, I I think that's what's going on because the article I was reading earlier today said something like it's sailing on July 14th is when it's like
2: open to the public. Oh, all right. So this yeah. is it. God bless them. God bless them. Okay. Florida's new high-speed train will transport tourists and their things, but it will no longer be making stops at Disney Springs. Oh. I've told you here before about the new high-speed passenger train called Brightline that will eventually connect Miami, Palm Beach, Cocoa Beach, Orlando, and Tampa. So you'll be able to go all the way from the bottom of Florida up through the center and over to Tampa. The high-speed train is already in operation between Miami and Palm Beach and is 80% complete on its route to Orlando International Airport, with passengers expected to start being able to travel to the airport as early as next year. So this is, like, happening fast. Right. Yeah. it's like incredible and who knew about like all of a sudden they're like oh there's a big high-speed rail train that goes between all of our major cities
0: yeah here you go meanwhile we've been trying to build one in california for like 15 years and it's like not even halfway close to even being done it's just it was already over but i knew a guy who uh who worked on the project and you know we were having a business years ago and he's like yeah we haven't even started on it and it's already out of budget it's already over budget
2: Mm. yeah like okay cool this is great man high-speed rail is gonna work Wow. Well, ours is already carrying passengers. Until recently, there had been plans for the Bright Line to travel from Orlando International Airport down towards Disney World with a stop on property at Disney Springs before continuing on to its final destination of Tampa. But there had been a lot of debate in Orlando over the proposed route, which had pitted a southerly track which went along Route 417, which goes a little bit further south, Mm -hmm. out of the way of the kind of metropolitan part of Orlando. It goes through Hunter's Creek, which is kind of like not very populated. Okay, And that would go from Orlando directly to Disney Springs with no stops along the way. So it would bypass the whole tourist corridor of SeaWorld and Universal Orlando and all that. Or this more expensive route that goes towards the north along Route 528 that would give the train access to stations at the Orange County Convention Center and Universal Studios Resorts, the new epic Universe Universal Resort that's opening, all on the International Drive, and it'd be a, a, a stone throw from SeaWorld. So more expensive, but you get these other resorts along that route. So it was the Disney-only resort route or this Orlando-expensive tourist corridor route. Well, this week, Disney suddenly announced that they would no longer be a part of the Brightline project, putting a damper on plans for a high-speed rail journey dropping guests off at disney springs directly from the airport hmm. instead as disney backed away Brightline announced they would be pursuing the more expensive northerly route along 528 and include stops uh, as i said before at orange county convention center on the i drive and then it will continue on down route four and make its way to tampa tampa uh route four goes connects the orlando to tampa the original southerly route would have meant brightline would offer zero service as i said to disney to its disney rivals Um, It would have been this exclusive route for Disney. So that kind of made sense for Disney. But Disney was very difficult to work with. It's reported that their attitude towards the project showed a complete lack of interest. And some reports are saying outright hostility. There's this guy, Braden. He runs this account called Mickey Views, which is amazing. And he claimed that Disney has gone so far as they haven't even been returning Brightline's phone calls. (laughs) Brightline's like, hey, do you want this? (laughs) Ruthless. "We're we're, We're not home. Yeah. And they were saying, you know, we're not paying for any of this. We will not give you any monetary support. This is a privately funded project. You have to do it. Uh, Contrast that with a very highly enthusiastic and supportive leadership from the likes of SeaWorld, Universal Resorts, Hilton Orlando, the Rosen Center, Embassy Suites. They've all been very, very enthusiastic about the project and supportive and obviously influencing politicians in the Orlando area. Not only that. Universal went so far as to donate 13 donate 13 acres of land that they own near the Orange County Convention Center to the project Make a Station go ahead. So what you. completely different attitudes between these two uh these two organizations in in terms of bringing this to light. Disney like is throwing up their hands and being difficult or Orlando uh Universal's donating land.
0: I wonder why. I wonder what the I mean <laughs> It sort of feels like it's either going to be for for Florida residents or for tourists. You know, if it goes through the goes to Disney World, Disney Springs, all the other places, it's just going to be tourists from the airport to the thing, which sounds annoying if you're a local. So, I mean, I, I guess I could sort of maybe they're like, well, I don't know, it's not going to if we can't control it, we're not really going to be a part of it because people guests expect a certain level of delivery with an experience. But. Also, I don't really think that's it because everyone's going to know it's not run by Disney. It's just a it's a conveyance. You know, every taxi from the airport to
2: your hotel isn't ran by Disney. No, none of them are right. I mean, maybe the spur from. From the airport to Disney wouldn't be for locals, but I can tell you as a pseudo sort of local. Mm -hmm. I love Miami. It's one of my favorite cities in the world. It's such a long, painful drive. Like it's four hours down there. You have to kind of go north to go south. Like it's whole thing. And the last time I went there, I was like, you know what? Next time I'm flying. It's a half hour flight. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I would 100% park my car at Orlando at Orlando Airport and take the Bright Line to Miami. Sure. Yeah. Not even a question. It would be so much easier. You gra- throw some things in a duffel. You're in Miami for the weekend. So much easier than driving. So. I do think that there's a benefit to our locals. I just don't think that they're going from the airport to Disney Springs, but it definitely provides a great thing for Florida.
0: Yeah. Well, that's what I mean, right? It's like, either it's going to be overrun by tourists or it's just, you know, for, for locals. That's sort of what I was, I was trying to get at, but I, I, I don't know if that's why Disney decided to just play. I do not even play hardball, just not really respond and just sort of go, eh, I don't know, whatever, but I wonder what kind of things they wanted. You said Disney was being difficult. I wonder if they were asking for things that the, the train people were like, I oh, we're not doing that, dude. Interesting. I because I yeah, I don't, I'm not don't know sure. why. I
2: don't know why Disney wouldn't embrace something like this. Well, especially because there's a planned stop at Cape Canaveral, which is where the Disney cruise leaves from. So <laughs> right now they have to bus people. It's over an hour to take this bus Ugh. over. You could have people taking this high-speed rail over to Coco be- or uh, over to Cape Canaveral and getting on there. Like, it makes no sense. Right. Universal doesn't have a cruise. So <laughs> right. It's so weird. Universal should have a cruise. Can
0: you imagine? No, I can't. Like, minions all over. Like, yeah, that would minions. Crazy. You have a Simpsons deck. Uh, maybe those dumb Hollywood movie monsters, you know, like Frankenstein and Dracula and all
2: that kind of stuff. <laughs> Dining well, with Dracula would be great. I mean a Jurassic World cruise that could be kind of cool maybe I don't know. Welcome to Vlad's I don't know <laughs> Vlad's vlog where we eat te-
0: anyway sorry dumb joke go ahead. Well Brightline has
2: gone forward with the northerly non-exclusive route that includes stop servicing the tourist corridor. And uh, they've abandoned their plans for the Disney Springs station, though it should be said that they are looking at a nearby station on the other side of I-4 because Disney, Springs, uh, Disney is kind of bordered by I-4. So on the east side of I-4, just across I-4 from Disney Springs is not Disney yeah. property. And they're looking at putting in some like, what do you call it, multimodal or intermodal trans- transportation center, which would be a okay. stop with buses that would connect people. But it wouldn't be run by Disney. So here's this futuristic, environmentally friendly, high-speed rail coming to Central Florida and Disney, of all companies, has no part of it. This is the exact opposite of what Walt wanted, what he conceived for his Florida project. A city of the future at the crossroads of transportation uh, um, options in Central Florida. And if you don't believe me, take it from Walt himself, number one.
1: As you can see on this map, we have a perfect location in Florida almost in the very center of the state. In fact, we selected this site because it's so easy for tourists and Florida residents to get here by automobile. Our Florida land is located partly in Orange County and Osceola County, between the cities of Orlando and Kissimmee. And the important thing is that the Disney World is located just a few miles from the crossing point of Interstate 4 and Sunshine State Parkway. Florida's major highways carrying motors east and west and north and south to the center of the state. Right now, our plans include an airport of the future down here in Osceola County, an entrance complex where all visitors will enter Disney World, and all these varied activities around the Disney World will be tied together by a high-speed rapid transit system running almost the full length of the property.
2: So here's the thing, and one of the things that Walt said in there, because so let me back up for a second. A lot yeah. of people have said, "Oh, who cares? Who wants to take? Who wants to fly to Orlando, take a high speed train and get dumped at Disney Springs with all your luggage?" <laughs> Which I totally get. I mean, it's like, oh, valid. now I have to now I have to get on one of these buses with all my bags and my annoying kids. Yeah. So fair. However, if you listen to what Walt said, and if they had done what Walt had said and, and stuck to his vision for the city of the future there was a welcome um, you know a, a multimodal welcome center where you could come in and then instead of having to figure out how to get there by bus you'd be whisked away by people mover or high-speed monorail to wherever your destination is so walt had this vision disney just went off from it now they have part of it coming back but they don't have any place to put it so it's like sorry Walt was right i'm just saying <laughs> well, and I, I that's why I sort of
0: feel like the Disney parks, especially Disney World and Disneyland, I guess to a certain extent, they sort of are just they're you know, they're not they're What am I trying to say? They are amusement parks. They're not theme parks, they're not themed anymore. Because you know the IP bleeds everywhere and things sort of don't really belong anywhere anymore. Especially something like this. It's like he took something that had he had something that was a vision. It was a vision. Uh, It was planned properly. This is what we want to do. He dies. Then the board or whoever's in charge goes, well, we really need to make some money. So we're going to do this. We're going to put shopping here. We do this and change it to, to be more of a business opportunity rather than an experiment, rather than a vision for what could potentially be happening. Or, you know what I mean? It's, it's more of how do we just keep the wheels greased, with cash. And then it, you know, 20, 30 years down the road. Now you're here where things are disjointed. You can't really get anywhere very easily. And it's just
2: getting it worse. It's weird. Well, and the other thing is part of why they got one of the justifications that Disney got rid of magical express, which if you don't know what magical express was, that was the free bus service that when you landed, you had free Disney world bus transportation to, from the airport to your hotel, yeah, and they even you you could even check it. They would have your bag. You wouldn't have to pick up your bag from the luggage carousel. It was all just done. It was this seamless thing. They got rid of it because they're like, well, there's gonna be high speed rail. Well, now that's gone. Are they gonna have to bring back Magical Express? <laughs> this company has absolutely no strategy, no long term vision. It's just whatever. Which is kind of what you were saying, like, Walt had a vision and he was working towards something that kind of all the pieces fit together. Now it's just like slap things on. I mean, they don't have any vision. Oh, Frozen's successful? Slap that on Maelstrom and just get that. Nothing. There is no long term strategy. It's just reaction and whiplash to everything. They've got no clue what's going on now. Disney has said it remains committed to supporting long term transportation improvements and solutions in the region. Well, what does that mean? Yeah, what is does there that mean? Some other big, like, this is it. This is the one, guys. If you're not on board, you are not supporting that. Um, a professor of theme park management, A.D. Millman, thinks Disney will likely come up with its own form of direct transportation from Orlando International. Come up with? They had one. They got rid of it. I don't. Are they going to build a people mover now? It's not happening. Can you imagine? We can't <laughs> even get new monorail trains in the park. An omni mover? <laughs>
0: just sitting in this thing, just I'm taking totally. you the two hours. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: You just like slowly go, I'll take it. So it's short said, short sighted. I've said it many times, but um, what are you going to do? That's this is this is what we have. But, you know, Universal is coming on strong. And I think Disney has been resting on their laurels. And I think that they think, well, we're Disney, but Universal is making everything easier they're making transportation to their parks easier. They're adding this fit, this other gate, this epic universe. It's going to be near this transportation. They don't have the park reservation system. You don't have to deal with Genie Plus. You just get a fast pass. It's a piece of paper you, you're in. It's so much easier. And I think it won't happen immediately. And people say, oh, the parks are crowded. I don't know how long this is sustainable for. I think Universal is building a foundation to something much bigger. And Disney's resting on its laurels. And I don't think that Disney's dominance is an inevitability.
0: I I absolutely agree. I mean, and things change without Harry Potter, Land. That thing is phenomenal. Like, Taryn and I, when we went on our honeymoon, I guess it was... Um, and not that I, it was like a bad time. I just I can't remember. But uh, that's, I think, what it was for. Anyways, we would not have gone to Universal had Harry Potter and had not existed. And I know there's a right. lot of people who are saying the same thing like Universal. Who cares? But Harry Potter was there and it gets you in. I had a really great time at Universal. It's laid out really well. Their downtown shopping district's really laid out really well. Disney Springs is sort of claustrophobic. It's very weird. I don't like it. Um, but yeah, I don't know, man. It's, um, I, I, agree with you and I wish that our universal park would, uh, would look a lot better. Every time I've been to that, there's always construction. They're really, really working on making that a nice amusement park. I don't think they really care if it's a, you call it a theme park or an amusement park. Like a lot of Disney fans love to debate that difference. Well, this is a theme park cause it's themed. Well, who cares now? It just sort of doesn't really matter. Everything's themed. This ride is themed to this thing, you know what I mean? Like the only things that aren't themed are like carnival rides, the Whiz or what, the Gravitron. That's not really themed, you know what I mean? And I guess I'm getting off
2: topic, but or that thing that spins around in in Pixar Pier about the you know the girl with the emotions. <laughs> that's a carnival ride. Yeah, you mean the human.
0: Yeah, it is. Well, there's a lot of carnival rides there for sure. And it's, I don't know, man, the whole thing is, the whole thing is weird. But back to your point, I don't know what Disney's doing. Maybe they are going to come up with something totally wildly different. Uh, Maybe the train people wanted something from Disney that they just didn't want to budge on. So, you know, maybe, maybe there's that. But uh, I sort of think the way that things have been going lately in that company, it's probably more just ineptitude. And they just botched it. Totally. Yeah. Just like they did with Scar (laughs) Joe. There's still plenty of people, Jeremy, who are willing to shell out thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars to go to these parks. And really, not even to go to the parks, but just be connected with the company at some point. Do you remember on the last show, uh, we talked about the Adventures by Disney's $110,000 private jet experience? Remember that? You go to Taj Mahal, you go to all the parks. You go uh you stay, you spend the night on Skywalker Ranch. You know what I mean? ILM, like it it sounds really cool.
2: Seventy five. Be people. careful because if you take these people to these real landmarks like the Eiffel Tower and the Taj Mahal, people are gonna realize they're not bent over like that.
0: <laughs> That's right. They're not they're not bent.
2: They're not crooked, huh? <laughs> have the secret's gonna be out. Yeah. You gotta keep people away from that thing.
0: Hey, how did they straighten the Eiffel Tower? <laughs> when I saw it on Soren, it was curved. <laughs> Uh, it's a 20, it was a 24-day adventure. 75 tickets were available. That was it. Pre-orders were going to be open for uh, all previous Adventure by Disney guests. And then on June 24th 4th, for people who live at the Golden Oak, you know, complex or whatever. And then they were going to be open to the general public on June 28th. Well, apparently all the pre-sale orders have been filled before the general public got a stab at it. It is officially sold out. Disney sold, well, what is 75 times $110,000? What is that? $8.2 $8.2 million. $8. 2 million. <laughs> just unreal to me, man. This company just made, well, not made,
2: but took in $8.2 million. I'm sure you didn't, they didn't have to pay for it yet, but anyway. Yeah, I mean, who knows? I don't know what the overhead is, something like that is. I yeah. don't think it's $110,000 a person. <laughs> no, I don't think so either. I mean, considering you should, they they just give uh,
0: employees sign-ins for free. I mean, what what's a park ticket to these people? Nothing. Yeah, you know what right. I mean. But that's gone. I just, I can't believe it. And so it sort of dovetails in with the the drink news story. This the five thousand dollar drink. Who's going to buy that? Well, I guess apparently these people when they <laughs> I don't know, I'm, I'm surprised they don't spend a month on the frigging cruise ship and you know with an with an added fifty k. You go uh, spend two weeks cruising around the Disney Wish. I don't know. But these are the kind of people that they're sort of catering to. And it does really feel like Disney has been pushing that envelope about getting all kinds of economic strata onto the dartboard, right? You have people who who struggle and have to pay or save, rather, to afford a vacation to the family. Or you have, on the other side, people who will drop $110,000 per person in their party to go on this flight for 24 days. And it just, it seems like they're sort of pushing that, that upper limit of what it's going to take for you to be involved with something that they're doing. You know what I mean? The company is sort of getting to that point. The prices are going up. Everything's come, everything's super expensive. And uh, I don't know. Now you have a $5,000 drink and
2: a $110,000 flight that's sold out. Very odd to me. Yeah, I mean, okay. I guess I just can't. Who are the people that have that kind of money to burn? And this is what they want to burn it on. Like, I don't know. If I've got one hundred ten thousand dollars, I'm renting a private yacht in Fiji with a staff of 11. Like, I'm not flying around with a bunch of nerds seeing six plastic castles. Well, I have a feeling these
0: people are taking a vacation from their island in Fiji on the yacht to do this. and then oh, they come so they've back. already
2: done that. They want like, to do something different. I feel
0: like they want to do something different, yeah. Okay. All right, well, fine. And this is why I could never, I mean, you know, I think I'm okay at, you coming up with ideas and stuff like that. But if I was on this, the Adventures by Disney, you know, idea board or team or whatever, and someone pitched that, I would literally be like, No nobody is going to pay for this. Nobody's gonna do this. Show me where it says, show me like any sort of marketing or insights or any sort of uh, value to place on this as being a good idea. Like if we offer this and nobody comes, we're gonna look stupid because if you if you have 75 seats, if you sell 20 seats, that's gonna you're you know you're eating into your problem. you need to sell this thing out.
2: I mean, look, no, at, look, look, it's an 80 billion, 80, 70, 80 billion dollar company. I'm sure they had the market research that told them that there was some appetite for this. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Right? I mean, you're probably right about that. I don't know, man. To me, that's just, it's all wild. It's all wild stuff. It is wild. Let's take a break. Yeah. OK, we're gonna take a break. We're gonna come right back here on uh, Ears Up In Depth with more news stories. Don't go anywhere. Back to the newsroom on In-Depth. All right. Thanks for sticking around, everybody. <laughs> this busy newsroom we've got here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, Jeremy, we have talked. It's no no big secret now that uh, Walt Disney Company is moving Imagineering to Florida. They're moving about 2,000 people over there, 2,000 jobs and their families sure. and all that kind of stuff. And that sort of that announcement kicked off. Not really an exodus, but a lot of people looking for housing and starting to move, uproot their lives and move out to Florida. Then right. uh, I think earlier last month, Disney company put a pause on moving everybody over because they said there was delays in the construction for the new Imagineering campus. So instead of starting everybody in 2023, I think it's going to be 2026, if I remember correctly.
2: Well, as a Doesn't result, surprise me, it takes them yeah. so long to build anything. I mean, they, it takes them two years to build a quick service restaurant in Epcot. So to build a whole campus, I imagine, takes a long time. Yeah. But, but and then that's what we were talking about on the last show. I think it was
0: or whenever we talked about it. It's like, how, how do you not know this? How huh. do they not understand that it's going to take longer? You know what I mean? It's like you guys have been constructing things since the 50s. You sort of yeah. know how long things take to to build. Yeah. What's going on? Well, some Central Florida realtors are saying more Disney employees continue to back out of buying homes after the Walt Disney Company decided to postpone the relocation of several positions from California to Florida. This is a quote from Ken Pozek of Real Broker. This is this man's quote. I was like, this is going to cause some stir in our clientele because so many of the people we work with were Disney OK, it's a quote yeah. of a real estate broker. I could not buy a house from this man. I can't. I would not trust him <laughs> to speak like that to like, you know, run through the documents. He says Disney's postponement continues to have a ripple effect on people buying homes here. Quote, we had nine people cancel, which Pozak explained was about five million dollars in sales. Well, over six figures in commissions. Okay. According to a Disney spokesperson, Disney was supposed to relocate 2,000 Imagineers by 2023, but that's been pushed to 2026. Ken says the ma- the majority of them were able to get money back, and some of them did walk away from deposits on houses. So that's a say- handbrake. <laughs> you know, pull the e-brake
2: on this move. Yeah, that's crazy because. Uh, you, it, if you're under contract, that's very difficult to pull out of. Disney can't figure out how to let these people work remote for a couple of years since they've already gone under contract. I mean, what? A, again, strategy. They've got no idea. Oh, go. Oh, no, don't. And now people are like, well, we just put a, we put a pay, down payment on a house. Like, What are you doing? Right. They should have said, fine, go work remotely. You've done it for the last two and a half years. Another two will be fine.
0: But yeah. they don't. There's something in Florida that we can
2: have you work on. Yeah, we've got <laughs> six theme parks there. How about that? Yeah. The, we have six amusement parks there. That's right. Uh, anyway, that was it. Just a quick little hit. Um, okay, you know, well, sort of like a follow up. Yeah. I wonder if that's having any effect on a, on the Florida market. Six I don't people know. canceled. Actually, yeah, that's a good <laughs> that's that's a good question. I mean, it's
0: got to do something. I mean, you know what I mean? Especially once it was announced, I'm sure the area around the
2: parks. Probably saw a little uptick in value. I would imagine. Yeah. Especially over in Lake Nona, where the campus was going to be. Yeah, absolutely. He wanted a job on the security team, but he stole a droid, so it was not to be.
0: (laughs) Did you hurt yourself pushing that one out?
2: (laughs) (laughs) David Proudfoot, 44, of Kissimmee has been arrested and faces grand theft charges and charge of a charge of obstruction by false information. On May 31st, the Orange County Sheriff's (laughs) Office arrived at the Swan Reserve Hotel. After a call by Disney security, they found Proudfoot there wearing beige work pants, an orange work vest, and donning a Disney name tag. He told the officers his name was David Rogers and claimed he worked in receiving at the nearby Yacht Club Resort. Disney security reportedly stopped Proudfoot because he was seen by the hotel security pushing a cart on property and looking suspicious. Disney security offered to help him, but claimed he seemed confused about where the hotel's receiving dock was. Well, he's at the wrong hotel. If you work in receiving at the Yacht Club and you're wandering on the Swan.
0: (laughs) Yeah, already. Already you're you're screwing
2: up. (laughs) Have you seen the Yacht Club's receiving dock here at the Swan? (laughs) (laughs) Um, and he wasn't sure. He seemed to be unclear on any hotel procedures, so that he seemed a bit suspicious. Proudfoot told officers his job is to move items from one location to the other. Oh. Which I don't know. Is there a title for that? <laughs> yeah, um, uh, a yeah, mover guy. I don't know. Yeah, get the mover from one place to the other here. I've got to <laughs> move this thing. He said his boss is someone by the name of James McDaniels. Disney Security said no one by the name of David Rogers works for Disney, and James McDaniels is an employee, but he works in California. When deputies escorted Proudfoot to the employee lockers at the Yacht Club to get his belongings, he appeared confused, lost, and was was unable to open any of the lockers. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, he's sticking with the theme. He's not – He's he is yet to – it's such a game of chicken. Like, who's go- Like, did he think the officer would be just like, you know what? You do seem like, you know, where you
0: are. Yeah. Where it's like, well, <laughs> already, let's go ahead and get your things. And he's, okay. I. They're not, they're not going to have me open this thing.
2: You're bluffing. Or they are going to give a call or something like that? It reminds me of, do you remember this girl or this young woman, Casey Anthony? Yeah. She made national news. Allegedly. I guess she's, I guess she was proven innocent, but. Or let off or something but kill uh, her uh, was suspected of killing her daughter kaylee anthony in orlando yeah this is a few years back when they when the police suspected her one of the one of her alibis was that she you know she had this whole long drawn-out story and she said she worked at universal and they were like okay well let's go to universal and blah 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 and check where you were but she didn't you work at universal But she did the same thing. She led these police these detectives through. She's going up to people going, Oh hey, how are you? And they're like, Oh my God. And then finally they got to some point and they were like, Where is your office? And then she was like, Okay, I don't work here. Like security was like, What are you doing? I can't believe these people who will stick with a lie. Oh, it's like when George Costanza said he had a house in the Hamptons on Seinfeld and he drove his, the Rosses all the way out there and told them that he had two horses and two Solarians, <laughs> And then they got to the beach and he's like, I don't have a house in the Hamptons. <laughs> These people stick with their lies. Anyway, Proudfoot admitted to officers he moved a Star Wars droid valued at anywhere between six and $10,000. Wow. First of all, you can't put
0: a value on it between six and $10,000.
2: Just say eight. I don't know. It just whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. What are these droids? Is that something that you can buy in the parks? I don't think so. I, I did, From
0: what I read, it was an R2-D2, I think, is what it was, like specifically the droid. Oh, okay. And so I imagine it's custom built for wherever it was. I wasn't even sure where it was. And so,
3: yeah,
2: I don't know. He moved it to an unknown location because what his whole scheme was, what he claimed was, he wa- he was applying for a job at Disney Security. And his in was going to be that he was going to show the weaknesses in Disney Security <laughs> by hiding this droid and then be like, you need me. See, you know, it's kind of like pre-interview work. Like you do a whole once over on this place, but <laughs> which actually, I don't know if that's true. That's. I don't know. I'm like, I kind of respect it, but I don't think that's actually what he was doing. I think he just got caught.
0: I I mean, I definitely respect the hustle. Absolutely. But this man watches too much TV. This is definitely something on a movie or a sitcom or at least like a heist movie from the 80s or, you know, definitely some sort of hacker thing. Like, I'm going to hack into this system and then go see, hire me. As your IT consultant, because I know all of the ways around the thing or whatever. But he clearly did the opposite and showed that Disney security works
2: because he got caught doing the thing. <laughs> he totally proved how good their security is. Yeah. It was the exact exact opposite of the point he wanted to, right. to prove. Uh, yeah, I think when you know what, if you want to get a job. Just say, I like working in a team-focused environment. That's all these managers want to hear. They just want to hear that you like collaboration. <laughs> that's, every, that's the buzzword at every company. Don't be like, it's true. I found, I, I tested your weaknesses systematically and I moved your droid. Now you, you see how good I am. Yeah. This guy
0: is uh, dark and twisted like the Joker.
2: One time I applied for a job at this retailer and they asked me to critique their assortment. Mm -hmm. They didn't actually want me to critique their assortment, it turns out, because I did, and they didn't like what I said, (laughs) and I didn't get that job. So I found that saying you like collaboration is actually just a better thing to do. Proudfoot claims he had no intention of taking anything off Disney property. This was all part of his ruse to get the job, but uh, I don't think they're buying it, and he is now facing charges. So if you want a job at Disney Security, don't steal their droids. (laughs) That's the lesson. God, I love that so much. I really do.
0: (laughs) Speaking of things that I love so much, Jeremy. Yes. The Walt Disney Company board unanimously voted to extend CEO Bob Chapek's contract for three more years. Yeah, His deal was set to expire in February of 2023, so they uh, renewed it a little bit early even, too. Quote, Disney was dealt a tough hand by the pandemic. Yet with Bob at the helm, our businesses from parks to streaming not only weathered the storm, but emerged in the position of strength. In this important time of growth and transformation, the board is committed to keeping Disney on the successful path it's on today. And Bob's leadership is key to achieving that goal. Bob is the right leader at the right time for the Walt Disney Company. And the board has full confidence in him and his leadership team, said Susan Arnold chairman of the board in a statement.
2: How did you manage to assemble that many people to clap it for that? <laughs> uh, this is was a clip provided
0: by Disney. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, The extension is Chapek's chance to prove to the board, Wall Street and subscribers that he is capable of running a streaming business in this unpredictable climate and can overcome all the difficulties the company has been facing, including a 30, 38% year-to-date stock loss. Disney's stock has teetered more than its rivals. Netflix shares were down over 20% after losing, losing 200,000 subscribers in the first quarter of 2022. Following the announcement of the new contract, Disney stock increased by 0.56% in late trading to 96.46. The lowest for the year was 92, and last fall stock was $186.
2: Yeah, according to numbers I pulled today, uh, as of today, it's down almost 47%. It's on 46% year to date. Wow. Which by the way, Disney tr- is part of the S&P 500, which is only down 12 <laughs> for at the same time period.
0: Yeah, Disney's going through uh going through a lot right now and I don't know um Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's what's going to shake up. But here are words from the king himself. Quote Leading this great company is the honor of a lifetime and I'm a, and I'm grateful to the board for their support. Chapek added, uh, "I started at Disney almost 30 years ago and today have the privilege of leading one of the world's greatest, most dynamic companies bringing joy to millions around the world. I am thrilled to work alongside the incredible storytellers, employees and cast members who make magic
2: every day." Okay. I guess my question really is more for you. Yeah. Because you keep putting off when we are allowed to say anything critical. <laughs> of him. Every time I've tried to do that, all I said was, "Let's give at him a what chance." Point. I mean, he's now approaching his second term. At what point will it be appropriate for us to start giving him some responsibility?
0: Oh, now? Yeah. I mean, oh, now for, we can. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, okay. Yeah.
2: What would you like to give him
0: responsibility for?
2: Well, anything that we you know we oh, would like or whatever. I think it's oh. I think it's about about time that we could yeah. say. He, he's running things. He's, I think so too. Yeah. I okay. think,
0: I think even well, uh, up a couple months ago, you know, the man oh. is, yeah, for sure.
2: Okay. Yeah. As of the new year, that wasn't your, cause when we, when we did the year in review, right. You and I had a little bit of a, 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 back and forth about this. Well, cause I think I was wondering was, at what point this year it would happen. I think Iger was still
0: haunting the halls. Wasn't he? Didn't he leave in January? His <laughs> carcass was floating around. So, you know, yeah. Chapek has been at the helm. He's had a chance to really, you know, get his fingers in the pie. And uh, you know, we'll see what he does. But I look, I I'm I'm pulling for him. I hope he does great and I think he's going to do great things.
2: You know, he might. I read somewhere on Disney social media, <laughs> yeah. So take this with a grain of salt, right. but someone was saying that now that he's sort of secure in his job and streaming is kind of where it needs to be that he actually does intend to focus on parks now. Mm. Which is interesting because everyone says that the CEO of the p- company doesn't do anything with the parks. That's not yeah. his purview. But apparently now we've changed our tune and he is responsible for what's going on in the park. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see what happens. <laughs> I love this. Uh, Me, too, I Me too. I don't care. We've, we already went through three years. It's going to be another three years. It'll probably be another three years after that. This guy's not going anywhere, I don't think. No, I don't think so either. There's no reason to. No. The only thing is we just have to wait for him to age out. What is he, 63 63. 63. So, you know, he's got probably another. He probably will do two more terms. When he gets to be approaching 70, he's going to take it. He's going to take a hike. That's right. I think we'll be okay. I think,
0: I think Chapek will do great things.
2: You'll see. (laughs) I don't know. Define great. I don't know. That's what I mean,
0: right? It's like we don't. That's the only reason I say let's just, you know, let's not criticize him too much because we don't know what he does. We don't know the decisions he makes. Yeah, he's in charge because his name is on the letterhead, but doesn't mean that he's like, this is his idea and he pushes for this thing or whatever. So it doesn't really matter. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, look, there's nothing left to buy. All the IP got bought by Iger. So there's nothing really cool left to buy out there. So there's, you know, what else can he do? He has to focus on parks.
2: Yeah. Well, actually, I think that's part of what someone was saying. They were like, he had to figure out because they went into such debt to buy Fox. Mm. And then Iger was like, yeah you own this now. <laughs> I'm out. Right. And he's like, okay. And then and then the, <laughs> the pandemic hit. So he did have a, his hands full. For sure. Absolutely. Which, and by the way, now Iger's out there pushing his other book about what it is to lead through a pandemic. Uh, This just <laughs> in, you didn't lead to the pandemic. You didn't. You weren't in charge. <laughs> JPEG was in charge. Right. So what? What it's like to lead through a pandemic.
0: So he's he's just basically gonna imply that it was really him leading the company instead of Chapek, even though Chapek was at the helm and he was doing more entertainment side of things, which is kinda what he said, right? He goes, I'm gonna focus on like movies and stuff and Bob will you know the other Bob will run the company. So is he leading? I don't know. Also, who cares?
2: Well also forget it. You idea. didn't set the company up well to handle the pandemic since you saddled them with however many billion dollars of debt to buy Fox. Mm. So had they not bought that, they would have been in a much better position to weather the storm. Can, like that argument could be made that they may have not have had to let as many people go because they wouldn't have been in so much debt because of that purchase. So, you know, maybe he didn't, wasn't the best cause he didn't, for, no one can see it foresee a pandemic coming but you should make sure that you can't you can't know when anything is coming so you should make sure that your company's on firm ground and not drive it into debt to buy fox so <laughs> right thanks thanks chapek but or iger but go grift somewhere else we don't want your book on leadership <laughs> i'm uh, turning into a chapek Dan. you are dude welcome there's room for <laughs> all of
0: us you don't have any more stories right i just want to make sure no i don't have yeah. any more I got two you? things. Yeah, I got two things to talk about. There's a lot yeah. going on in the news. Uh, this one's really short. Of all of the things, Jeremy at Disneyland to get a refurbishment, to get a, a, a an enhancement of all of the rides. Mm-hmm. Which do you think would be the most in need of, uh, of an enhancement? The people mover. <laughs> well,
1: uh, it existing has rides that work. On
0: it. Yeah, the, uh, the existing rides that actually function currently. Oh, I, I I don't know. I don't go yeah. on
2: rides in your park. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, fair, I suppose. Well, well, I don't know. the Maybe, well, the railroad, Splash Mountain.
0: Yeah, I mean, Splash Mountain's working on it. I mean, I think the railroad would be good. Um, I think, you know, you could tweak Pirates a little bit. Um, you know, you can do some stuff to Mansion, add some things here and there. But instead of doing just anything else. Uh, the Disney company has decided to enhance the finding Nemo submarine voyage. Yeah. Well, what are they doing with that? Well, First of all, like I, you know, nobody really likes the finding Nemo submarine voyage. I feel like that's just sort of, it opened what 2007, I think and it's sort of universally like this is sort of bad, but it gets a line constantly. And this is what I don't understand about why they chose this ride. It has a constant line all the time, super high wait time, why is it getting a refurbishment? To well, me, it makes
2: all no underwater. sense. it's underwater. It probably needs some pretty, it probably needs some TLC, you know? I mean, that stuff, yeah. it's it's underwater in the sun, chlorinated. That stuff's got to bleach, that chlorine water, it, it'll kill you. You ever put one of those chlorine tabs in the back of your toilet? It it'll ruins your you. gaskets.
0: <laughs> I haven't done that. Uh, it has been closed for refurbishment since the COVID-19 pandemic in March of 2020. On Monday, the Disney parks blog announced the finding Nemo inspired ride reopens July 25th with the addition of Hank, the crabby septopus voiced by Ed O'Neill and Pixar's finding Dory. Great. According to the Disney parks blog, Walt Disney Imagineering has enhanced the lagoon of finding Nemo's submarine voyage with quote, more coral, new paint, fresh kelp and seaweed, as well as enhanced special effects and lighting. In addition to the speaking seagulls perched on the buoy, the lagoon will now be home to a figure of Hank sitting on top of the rock. Quote, this is going to be a great renovation for Walt Disney Imagineering. We're really going back to 2007 when we first opened the attraction, said Michelle Hobbs, producer of Walt Disney Imagineering, adding project manager, Ibrahim Martinez, quote, the thing that was unique was that this attraction doesn't go under refurbishment so often. Cool quote. That's a really nice thing to say yeah, in your for video. Waiting, yeah, cool. Love it, man. Thanks. Disney Imagineers collaborated with Disney and Pixar for the TLC, including the ad, the addition of Finding Nemo's, oh, excuse me, of Finding Dory's curmudgeonly but lovable Septipus, said art director Michael Dahlsbrickie. He's with an earshot. This is okay. So I watched this video and it's, you know, look, everything's bright and it looks cool, I guess. whatever. But this quote was really weird. He's within earshot of a group of seagulls on the other end of the attraction. They're saying mine, 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 and really driving him nuts. So you can see he's casting quite a bit of side eye over in that direction at those seagulls. First of all, he's an octopus. What's he doing out of the water? Get back in the water.
2: Yeah, they have to be covered in water. They're going to dry out. They're turning calamari in six seconds. Right. And also, if it's annoying you,
0: go back in the water. It, it, these are the things makes no sense to me. You need to have a reason why he's on the rock. Why is he on the rock? He just wants to dry out like the, uh, the poor gals who were the live mermaids when this ride opened in the first place, all got a heat stroke and had to leave designers studied the animated underwater world of finding Nemo and finding door. Oh, they studied it. Oh, okay, great to add more than 3000 pieces of coral and 12,000 feet of multicolored seaweed. To revitalize the attraction, they gave that thing a lot of love and uh, new lighting and uh, repainting the rocks and all that kind of stuff. It's just great and all, but I, I don't know. I feel like, uh, I mean, for me personally, I guess it's just a, an opinion thing where it's like you could have done anything else <laughs> with this because the ride sort of you know stinks anyways, and it already is a long line. It's not like it needs people to it needs a reason to go back. You know what I mean? You open it, people are going to wait in line no matter what.
2: Yes. And actually, as you're telling this story, you asked me at the beginning what ride would need a refurbishment. And I, I've thought about it and I realized it's Space Mountain. Someone this week, because you're, you're sitting here telling me all the painting and the coral and the. Someone posted a picture of the entrance to Q to Space Mountain in Disneyland this week.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And the, paint, the, the paint's all just been torn off. Jeez. And someone said this has been like this for months. Well someone did that employee was like we've been like this for months. We keep reporting it, but no one will paint this thing. It's like <laughs> I gotta send this picture. To you. It looks so awful. I think I've
0: seen it. Where people are just tearing the, the paint off. It's
2: just uh, it's like so that's it. Someone go get a can get a a bucket of paint and go touch that up. That's what you need to do. God.
0: And then last but not least, Jeremy, have you heard of this uh channel, this group of influencers? called best life and beyond no there's two vloggers katie and spencer and Ugh, apparently
2: they sound terrible
0: yeah they're in a lot of hot water right now at least online and this is only six hours old so the story is breaking you've broken a <laughs> story well i didn't break it it is currently breaking by someone else by reddit this is just from reddit but i guarantee you if it's on reddit inside the magic i'll have an article up on it for sure <laughs> um, apparently these vloggers are they had admitted being sick with covid actively on like some patreon live stream which annoys me that they have a patreon live stream um, and they're saying that they are going to be attending the reopening of the
2: Pirates of the caribbean ride while this lady has covid currently were they taunting people with it? Like, yeah, we're going anyway. We don't care. Or was it like, did someone notice that they had COVID and then in another post, they said that they're going as like, wait a minute, you guys you have covid like how did this come about
0: well so there was in a live stream that they were doing so and i'm just reading through reddit to try to get the the grasp of it but uh one user says she says that she she says that covid colds and norovirus is going around and she has had everything quote unquote they contradict themselves and are trying to downplay it because they want to be at the pirates reopening tomorrow i guess first she said she tested and then quickly corrected herself with nothing came up she had 103.4 fever and was quote vomiting violently needed a prescription cough medicine and has congestion. So, you know, is it COVID? Is it not? I guess people don't really know for sure, but they're going, they're planning on being at Disneyland tomorrow
2: with 103 fever coughing. This. So I have so much to say about this already. Number one, there is nothing Disney could do. I take that back apart from bring back illuminations. (laughs) That would make me go to that park with any sort of temperature. Oh, my God. When, you yeah. have a f- when I have a fever, I can barely walk. I'm crying. It's, it's a horrible scene. <laughs> I have no tolerance for pain or anything like that. So if you were to tell me, oh, you have 103 fever, I'm not going to the hottest place on Earth to ride pirates. Like, no way. I can't remember what the other thing I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't even like being there uh, when it's 90 degrees outside. No, and I, yeah, even if you have a normal temperature. Yeah. Oh, this was my other, this was my other comment. It doesn't matter that you have COVID or not. And this is the thing. No, we've lost, no one has learned any lessons from this pandemic. I go to work, people come in with the sniffles. I'm like, hey guys, remember how like we said we wouldn't come in here anymore if we were sick because we just don't want to pass around our germs because it's always been rude. We right. just never felt like we could say it, but right. now I can say it like I don't care that you don't have COVID. No one wants your 103 fever and vomiting sickness, whatever that is. How about you keep that to yourself? You know, <laughs> right. or like when I'm in the line at Target, why does the person have to be right like, next I'm to like, you? I'm like we just because the like the pandemic's over, you have to ride my jock all of a sudden. <laughs> Again, like, right. give me some. I would like space. So we've learned no lessons from this pandemic. And these two people suck.
0: Uh, someone else commented. Uh, the the gal Katie went completely off social media, so they've shut down all their social media channels. Uh, they turned comments off, so they're they're getting a lot of heat for this. Uh, she went off completely off social media. Told the people that followed her channel and the patreons that she was throwing up. She had a hundred and three degree fever, coughing, runny nose, etc. They had a live video with their Patreon followers last night and said they were going to the parks for the Pirates opening. In the video, she is still extremely sick. Rubbing her nose, coughing every few minutes, she got up during the chat a couple of times to blow her nose. Yet she said she was feeling ninety percent better, and then said she needed to get a cough drop.
2: <laughs> oh my God, is this me? Yep, yeah, right. <laughs> uh, uh, well, not, why th- do they? Here's the thing: Why does she even have to do that live stream? Just stay off the camera for one night. Well, and no a- one will know,
0: <laughs> right? Well, and apparently the guy Spencer went to the park that day and was like shooting stuff in the park. So he's been exposed to her. Even if it's you know, some people are saying maybe it's norovirus or whatever, even like you said, even if it's not COVID stop going to the park, stay home, get better.
2: What is wrong like, with you off, dude? Guys. And when you're home, don't go, don't live stream. We don't need to know every single thing that's happening in your life.
0: <laughs> There's a couple like YouTube links of them, um, uh, doing their Patreon, like talking about it. I, I don't yeah. really feel like playing with it, but, uh, are playing it. But, uh, people in this, uh, in the Disneyland sub are saying, here's uh an email link to Disney. Here's guest claims, like report these people. And maybe they'll get, maybe they'll get, you know, banned or something like that, or at least talked to by the park. Like if you're, if you know, hear a clip saying we're sick, but we're still going to go to the park. We might have COVID. That's not, that's not cool. And I don't know that they said that they don't have COVID because nobody is saying that they specifically said COVID. However,
2: um, I guess that they left it ambiguous that way. Uh, yeah. I mean, no one wants the norovirus. That actually sounds worse. I I, I don't know. Is vomiting wildly uh, <laughs> <a> <laughs> symptom know, right? of COVID? That's what I haven't heard yet. But even if, again, even if it's not, like, don't give people the norovirus. Dude, right?
0: Be anything. Just anything like this, man. Stay home.
2: It's gross, dude. It's really, really, really gross. Um, yeah, the they influencers, even, they think they've got to be there. It's just enough already.
0: They even have a um, change.org petition to ban these people from videoing in their, in, in the Disney parks. <coughs> here's, the, here's the petition. Uh, Katie Slockblower of Best Life and Beyond continues to break park rules and harass and attack park goers while recording her vlog posts at the park. During one video, she openly mocks a handicapped woman riding a scooter, and during another vlog... She attacks an African-American family, especially the children, while on the Mark Twain after cutting the family off. She has a history of making false claims against guests at the park. She uses staff and security at the park as a weapon and constantly videos about how she will use them against park goers. While in the park, she sells her products and asks for money while videoing in the park, which goes directly against park rules. She continues to use her videos to incite hateful rhetoric against families and children, as well as Disneyland itself. Her partner Spencer and Charlie have used the park as a way to promote their products for personal gain. She has made Disneyland an unsafe place for families and children.
2: So what kind of thing there. is she doing? I, I've heard of some weird vloggers, but she goes in and harasses handic- handicapped people and minorities. What is going on?
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, apparently that was an ass- there was an assault charge. Like, There's a whole lot of weird things going on. And, um, apparently this person, uh, Spencer guy, anyway, someone told a story about how they were in line for food and these people were in front of them and they wouldn't let the line move because they kept reshooting takes of like them saying something or whatever. And it's like, Oh no, do it again. And it's like, they would not move forward. So the other people in line could get their food until they had the right take that they wanted. These
2: people are gross.
0: Yeah. Allegedly. And I don't know, man. Like, like I said, that's hearsay. I don't know what's going right. on. Said so there's no video of this anymore. The man who she claimed assaulted her got it taken down because she repeatedly showed his child's face without permission. Basically, she was hawking some merch on the sailing ship Columbia during a live stream and kept showing the other guests. This gentleman cleared his throat and said, "Don't give these grifters any money." When she walked by, she had him interrogated and thrown out of Disneyland with his kid, claiming he
2: assaulted her. <laughs> I love it. Don't Damn. give these grifters any money. Yeah. This is interesting. I, I know. I'm digging this story.
0: And a lot of people on Reddit are like I was not surprised at all to see that it was these people who are, who are threatening basically to go to to go to the parks sick with covid.
2: But if these people are so terrible, why do they have followers? Like who's following these idiots? Like a lot of, I mean the thing, a lot of these influencers are annoying, but like they're nice. Sure. I mean, we're annoying, but nice, you know, but we're not like this. <laughs> well, that's the same. That's what I'm saying. We're annoying, but nice. <laughs> well, that's true. Right. I don't know. I got to follow. I got to see. Why do they have, do they have followers? <laughs> I'm going to be their newest follower. I got to see what's going on over there.
0: Yeah, it's um, <laughs> it's bad. apparently. So she's a nurse, apparently the Stephanie girl. And at one point in some video somewhere, she said, vlogging is harder
2: than nursing. I suppose if you're not any good at it, which it seems that they're not.
0: And, you know, in in contrast, this person says uh, Peter from Ordinary Adventures who tested positive this week, he tested positive for COVID. The first thing he did was to call Disney Cruises and reschedule their invite only maiden cruise on the Disney Wish. So good for that guy. Bravo. Yeah. I mean, that's where we're at, right? We're like we're at just the basic human respect is getting a, you know, shout out.
2: (laughs) We're applauding just a lack like the, just the absence of outright hostility.
0: Yeah. Right.
2: (laughs) It's so bad, man. I need to see these people. I've got to see what they're going, what's going on. Yeah. I'll just uh, wonder if I can,
0: I mean, do you want to do that? Should we do
2: that? Let's see. Let's know. And and uh, if this sucks, I'll just cut it out. Yeah. You say that. (laughs) And <laughs> I'm listening on the train and I'm like, he didn't cut the, <laughs> no. it's always, don't worry, I'll cut this out later. It's sort of what I say. I think it's more now it's just your shtick. Maybe that's the tagline of the show. Don't worry. I'll cut don't worry. This we'll out. cut this out. Mr. P is imploring you to drop a link in the discard, yo. Discord, yo. Oh yeah. I'll, I'll do that. And then, and then, um, ew, this is them. They're not even attractive. <laughs> Look at this lady. She looks like death warmed over yeah meanwhile she totally went into makeup
0: yeah and she still looks just sick sicker than anything why did he get (laughs) such a large shirt (laughs) oh oh, man um so let's see if i can find these clips This, this thing is blowing up dude it's just amazing i someone says i like spencer but
2: she is ridiculous
0: Oh, it's always funny to see these people yet again being terrible human beings getting called down on it. These people are truly disgusting. This girl messaged me and she this lady shares screenshots on my Instagram after I commented on a video of her falsely accusing a guy of assault and getting him and his child kicked out of the park. We just talked about oh, yeah. uh, there are pages upon pages of people discussing how awful these two are here. And she provides this link here. You'd think they would learn to chill out and maybe try to be better human beings, but they just seem to keep getting worse. She also made a video in the middle of her Vegas vacation about me because she was so bothered by my simple comment I made on a video. So I shared my screenshots and this YouTube channel made a video with them and her. whatever. I feel like we could just do a whole show. We could do a whole show just like on how much stuff is out there on the Internet about these people. Everyone's just sharing screenshots. Yeah, which, you know, nothing, uh, nothing dies on the Internet, man. It's out there. Oh, there's some interesting comments here. Yeah. They're good comments, dude, for sure. Uh, but I'm trying to find these clips of where they talk about it, <laughs> where they talk about actually having COVID. Cause that's what everyone's saying, but uh, I haven't, I haven't seen that yet. I love that. There's a petition. Like, I hope we never get at that bad where there's, um, a petition to have us taken off the air, like, you know, kicked <laughs> out of the
2: parks or something like that. If anyone does, it's If anyone starts, it, it's going to be me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, dude. Also people's screen names on here. Grim Grinning Ghost, Madame Leota. Like everybody's got
0: <laughs> I mean it's the Disney subreddit. I guess what are you gonna do? But uh
2: Happily Ever Jennifer. Hey, these might be listeners. You don't wanna you don't wanna piss 'em off. <laughs> I just made that name up. Oh, okay. Oh, they're calling them the Disney influenzas. <laughs> <laughs> This hurts my eyes to watch you scroll this, by well, the way. close your
0: eyes. I'm trying to find, <laughs> trying to find the, there is. Here's clip one. Let's see what this is. Oh, God, here we is. go.
1: Yeah. Brief
3: overview of what happened. I just got, I had vomiting and then it went to like almost like a cold. I don't know what it was, but Pretty awesome. I had like super bug. I don't know. We were hanging out with Kaylee, my niece, and she got really sick So we're kind of thinking that she kind of passed something around. Um, You know, no tests or testing, and it was like nothing was coming up. Like, didn't know what was going on, but either way. I I don't know.
0: I don't think that that's necessarily too bad. Let's see the second one here. Yeah, that's why I'm a little... You could
3: hear it in your voice, too. Maybe you're getting a touch of it. I don't know. I don't Um, don't think so, because
0: I feel fine, but...
3: You sound, yeah, I guess it is. But um, who would watch this? Down
2: I don't.
3: While us? I was, and I won't be back to the park until Friday. Um, we're going for the Pirates um, reopening, so I'll definitely be back there. Um, if for some reason Spencer catches it, which again we've been separated, so. Yeah. Uh, but you're again, next we to each around. other
2: on the couch. I know. So nowhere does it say that they have COVID. Nowhere. No, it doesn't say that I have COVID. It doesn't even. Yeah. Maybe we maybe we're not seeing the whole clip though. Uh, that was it. Those are the only two clips that someone posted. It doesn't. The thing that they seem most guilty of is producing terrible content. <laughs> I mean, this well, is boring as anything. And I've
0: like thought about doing that for years, right? Because it's sort of what I <laughs> what I do. And but but I go, but I have too much of a a screen, too much of a filter, and I go, it's going to be awful if I can't make it at least look halfway decent. I don't want to do it. For our shows is one thing, and you know, I can only work with what I have, and then we have like new lighting in the past few months, whatever. But I would not just sit there on my couch with a blanket on my legs and my hair, you know what I mean? Like, and just sitting there and then leaning forward. The guy's just like hunched over, leaning forward, not even looking at the camera, not even engaging. They're sort of semi-arguing. She has not a coherent thought at all. She has nothing to say, but this is what they're doing. And, I, and so it's like, are, do people really want to see that? Should just get on and be like, well, just do one of these. Like, well, I don't know. I mean, uh, yeah, so that's it. That's me. I just, it, it bores me. It bores me to tears that people think that this is, that this is okay to put out content wise.
2: You even look more professional doing that than what she was just doing. And the thing is, like, she's just, re- she sounded like me at the doctor's office. Like, she was literally just telling. It's like, it sounds like she went to the nurse's office and is telling how we feel. That's this isn't interesting. <laughs> I just can't believe it. I can't. That's the thing that's most shocking is that someone who's actually watching it to put two and two together to realize that they were going to be in the parks. This should have zero views. Right. No one should know. I agree 100%. It should safely be buried in. <laughs> well, Spaceship Earth, my favorite one of my favorite attractions at Epcot. In the version that was narrated by Jeremy Irons, he was very prophetic. Yeah. And said, you know, okay, we're get, we're getting all connected and we have the ability to talk to each other and network and communicate. And he said, well, you know, something he, I'm paraphrasing, but it was like, will we use this to better mankind or is all this communication just going to become a flood of electronic babble. <laughs> and it's become a flood of electronic babble. <laughs> like You yeah, we went absolutely. the wrong way, guys. Jeremy Irons was right. Yeah, absolutely. All
0: right. Yeah, well, so- I don't know. That's it, Jeremy. I, I don't have anything else to add. I, I apologize. That took... Sort of a um, long way around, I guess, to end yeah. the show.
2: Well, you know, I don't know, maybe, they, but they I find it seem, interesting. They I... don't seem like the the uh, the the horrible people that they were made out to be. We saw a little bit of it. I'm not ready to uh, impugn them just yet.
0: Yeah, I mean, it sounds like she has COVID, and it just it, it it's weird. I'm hoping that she's not going to go to the parks. But it sounds like the other dude went to the parks and, you know, then she goes, oh, but we've been separated. But you're sitting next to each other right now. And whatever. It, they're just excusing the fact that they're sick. Maybe it's not COVID. Right. But they're sick. They should stay away from the park. And everybody should stay away from the parks. When stay you're sick and you're not feeling well, Disneyland will. I saw a comment like these inf- these vloggers really feel like Disneyland's is going to grow legs and walk away one day. It's like <laughs> it's pretty funny. Right. It's not, it'll be there it'll be fine everyone will be okay
2: right well apparently Brian in the chat is a huge fan he says they do a live stream every Wednesday <laughs> he seems to be caught up on everything they're up to so <laughs> I don't know okay so
0: that's why these were clipped from last night so this lady Lance. has 103 fever she gets up because she's blowing her nose she's clearly not over it today's Thursday Friday they're gonna be at the parks yeah, they're gonna be at the parks tomorrow soon
2: yeah. seems a little soon but also it cut off she said if spencer gets it, and then it cut off and i wanted to hear her say like if spencer ends up getting it where you know we we're not gonna do it i don't but who knows who knows what
0: yeah doing? i don't know but i do think it's a little uh, messed up of the subreddit to just sort of leave all that up there Where it's like they have covid you don't know that yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. but anyway if you're sick stay home guys because covid is not the only bug out there all right now we got monkey pox so there's that too all right, everybody, thanks a lot for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Jeremy, thank you very much for your news stories and your awesome takes and your, oh, uh, shirt.
2: Well, you are you know what I have to say to that? Sure. <laughs> and you're welcome.
0: All right, everybody, thanks a lot for tuning in. And uh, until next time, we'll see you. <laughs>